Congress just stole from you. They just passed a bill for $1.9 trillion in relief that is quite literally stealing out of your pocket. So what does this mean for your bank account? I'm gonna post this on all my channels uh, because it's kind of like a PSA, I feel like, and I want everyone to just wake up to these things. I'm gonna give you a few tips for what you do to prepare yourself for this. And I'm gonna explain very shallow, at a very shallow level, inflation and whatever. There's gonna be some things that I'm gonna say that need further explanation, so you know, bear with me. But basically, what happens every time that the government prints their phony money, right? They just create money out of thin air, they create numbers on a screen, and in fact, last year, as of 2020, one-fifth of all U.S. dollars in existence were made last year. Like, they were made last year. Fiat's not connected to anything, it's not backed by anything, and therefore, you get inflation. $1.9 trillion was just added as of recent. That's going to go into the money supply. It expands the money supply, and it lowers your purchasing power, okay? The more there is of something, the less valuable it is, right? We've all heard of the Zimbabwe trillion dollar bill because they had hyperinflation. Uh, and not in Germany, when they had hyperinflation, it was stacks of money being burned for fuel because it basically had no value. The government just printed dollars, or not dollars, whatever, Rheinmarks or whatever it was, and the people lost faith in it because they knew it wasn't based on anything. It had no value. People stopped accepting it, and then the entire thing came collapsing down. This is what you get with any fiat dollar system. Every fiat dollar in history of mankind has lost all of its purchasing power. Like American dollar and the uh, pound are the longest standing fiats in existence. The pound's been there for like 100 years, 300 years, I think. But it's lost like 99.9% .9 of its value. The US dollar has lost about 97% of its value since like 1920 or 30. So when the government prints money, they're taking money out of your pocket. When you keep money in a bank account, Every year, 3 to 5% is probably an average. Some years it's more than that. Inflation is taking more money out of your pocket. In 10 years, if you have $100 in your bank account, you basically have nothing. I can't really give a full treatment of this. Like you have to understand scarcity and, and money and fiat and there's a lot of different things here. The thing that you can do is you can prepare. So you, even if you slightly agree with what I'm saying or you're slightly aware of it, like you don't have to have a full historical treatment or understanding to be able to prepare yourself. When the government prints more money, they make the money that, that you have right now worth less. That's like literally as simple as it gets. The way to prepare yourself, and I've talked about it before. I'm gonna give you four quick things, very simple. I'm gonna keep this video short. First thing you should do is you should get your passport because if the dollar collapses in America and it goes crazy and we have social unrest and a bunch of bad stuff can happen as a result of that. If that happens, you wanna get out as early as possible, as fast as possible, right? Having your passport means you're not landlocked and you can go somewhere else. Two, own a bit of silver and gold on your person. Okay. Now I owned a lot more silver and gold last year and I decided to start selling some of that off for reasons I'll get to with number three, but having a little bit on your person, on yourself, not in a vault somewhere, no one else is holding it. That is a very good insurance policy. Now there are issues with silver and gold. There are certain inflation pressures and the price is manipulated and it's kind of changed my perception of them quite a bit, but I don't think there's anything wrong with having some physically so that if you needed to get out of the country, you could use that to pay your way or whatever. The reason I don't own as much of it now is because of number three, buy Bitcoin. And I'm not saying cryptocurrency, Bitcoin. Everything else, all the altcoins, these are centralized, basically experiments that have not been proven. If they have value, it's mostly because of the hype of the market. Bitcoin is the only true decentralized money that there is. It's actually the greatest form of money ever created by mankind. It's the greatest form of storage for energy 
that mankind has ever created. It's a very fascinating concept. I highly recommend the Sailor series on the What Is Money podcast. Listen to all nine episodes and you'll get this. Right now, the only thing that you can do from a money perspective, the only place that you can put your wealth to protect yourself, that the government can't inflate away, they can't take it from you, they can't alter it, they can't hack it, is Bitcoin. So having, even if it's a couple hundred dollars of it that you have on your phone, you can access it through like Coinbase or something. If things go really, really bad, well, that's likely to go 10x, 100x in value, which is great. But even if it didn't, you now have a form of money that nobody can take from you and that the government can't, you know, uh, try to, I mean, they can try to ban it, but it, there's ways around that. It's literally laughable that people even suggest that at this point. That could be the difference between life and death. That could be the difference between getting out of a country and not getting out of a country, et cetera, right? You have some gold and silver physically, and then you have as much as you possibly can in Bitcoin, which you can access from any internet-enabled device. And people don't even know you have it, right? Gold and silver, bulky, heavy, you got to transport it, you got to hide it, you need security. If people know you have it, they're going to take it from you, et cetera. My strategy now is I've taken a lot of my wealth out of gold and silver and I moved it into Bitcoin. I won't get into how I really feel about Bitcoin. I'm trying to keep it very simple for you know most of you that don't have any. I mean, I don't even know how to really ex say it. I would say it's probably the great, it's, it's two things. Buying Bitcoin today is going to be probably the greatest investment you've ever made like just from a returns perspective. But that actually doesn't interest me that much. Like, I mean, I believe in it, but even if Bitcoin didn't gain any value, it at least isn't getting inflated away by the government and it can't be censored or, t or, or edited or hacked by the government or anything like that. It's the security of it. The fact that I have that anywhere I go, I don't have to lug it around. It, it's the most amazing, like I said, storage of energy, storage of wealth the world has ever seen. And it is your ultimate insurance policy. Money's like magic, if you actually think about it. Like, if you have a lot of money, you can manifest anything to happen, like magic. Like, you could fly across the world in a private jet. You could hire a freaking army. You could buy a country. You could pay somebody to do bad things. Money is a form of magic, but really, it's a form of energy. It's blowing my mind the more I think about this, right? And this is from Sailor, the Sailor series. Again, watch it or listen to it. I think it's on YouTube as well. Robert Breedlove and Michael Sailor, CEO of MicroStrategy. They go into it hardcore. They go into first principles, history, everything. And it really is the best foundational understanding of Bitcoin. That plus the Bitcoin standard, the book by uh, Saferdeen or whatever his name is. That's Those two things right there will explain Bitcoin security, the future. I mean, you'll understand everything. Okay. I highly recommend you do that. But if you don't want to do that, at least, you know, go on like a Coinbase or Gemini or any of these simple apps that you can use. Buy as much as you can. This isn't a investment advice. This is just like life, life advice. And you should do whatever you want. And you're doing it at your own risk, blah, blah, blah. The key with Bitcoin is you want to buy it and hold it. You don't really risk like losing money unless you sell emotionally or, you know, it goes to zero, which at this point is just like almost unfathomable. You buy Bitcoin, you hold it. It is now a storage of wealth. It's a insurance policy. It's almost like your get out of free jail card. It's safety, it's security. And it's probably going to be one of the greatest investments you've ever made. So there's one more, one more point that I, th this you should always have no matter what. I mean, we dealt with this two weeks ago when we had Snowmageddon, Snow, Snow, yeah, Snowmageddon is what they're calling it, Snowmageddon or whatever. Here in Austin, we lost power, our house flooded, we were bouncing around. I mean, we were at one point, we couldn't cook, we had no electricity, no water, we were like eating out of cans and stuff. It's amazing how fast this can actually set in. Like no electricity, no water, and your fridge doesn't work. It's pretty crazy. Right. And the stores, you know, lines out the door, have some extra bulk food at home. We like rice, big bags of rice. If you vacuum seal it or pack it multiple 
in, in the right way, it'll last for a very long time. You got to do it a certain way. You need like oxygen absorbers, moisture absorbers, et cetera. And then honey, which never goes bad. Sugar, which never goes bad. Coconut oil, which I don't think it ever goes bad if you if you store it correctly. Like as long as moisture doesn't get in there. But even then, it probably doesn't go bad. You can get all this at like Costco or someplace. I don't like Costco as a company, but I do like the bulk stuff and the, the prices for this anyways. So let's review real quick. You get your passport. You get a little bit of physical gold silver, like physical, like maybe it's a handful, you know, enough you can put in your backpack or whatever. Uh, you get as much Bitcoin as you possibly can and you don't sell it, right? You keep it. Bitcoin is not something you want to trade or whatever. I mean, in fact, most of the nonsense around investing is people buying and selling too much, being too overactive. That's why most people lose money. Like, yeah, some companies go to zero, but it's like, that's actually a pretty rare event, like especially if you're investing in big companies. This is how you can prepare yourself. Now, here's one example of just how crazy it can get. All right, so history repeats itself because human nature does not change to keep up with societal and technological change. Like our biology cannot adapt fast enough. That's why people are getting sick in an environment where there's massive amount of sugar, carbs, and seed oils. Maybe in 10,000 years, like our body can eat that stuff. But I mean, I don't know. If, I feel like those humans are probably gonna lose the, ba the Darwinian battle. So I don't even know if we're gonna adapt. But in Germany, there was a point where Jews in Germany that had their wealth tied up in German banks and whatever, if they wanted to get their money out of the country, at first it was like probably 20%. Those were probably the early levers, uh, then 50%. At one point, it was as much as 90% of your wealth was going to be the cost to get your money out of the country. And if you left it in the country, it was just confiscated, right? That's even if, if you were lucky enough to act like a little bit ahead of time. And then don't even get me started on the human cost of people that just decided, oh, well, it'll get better. And they were stuck to the status quo and they were basically being delusional. And they just thought if they did nothing, it'll it'll work itself out. And look how that went. Nobody can predict the future, but we can focus on some first principles. Fiat dollars always collapse. We have plenty of historical evidence of that. Humans and wars and strife and like these things happen, right? All the time. Civilizations crumble. The Roman empire crumbled. And a lot of people would say because they got fat happy and they had too much abundance. Perhaps see any correlations to America? <laughs> Generally, prosperity cannot last forever because humans don't, they, you just can't pass visceral understanding and knowledge to the next generation. The next generation always has to figure it out for itself. And over a long enough period of time, that's why institutions usually crumble uh, and governments crumble and civilizations crumble. We know that Bitcoin right now is the, the most secure inflation-proof store of wealth humanity's ever seen. It is probably right up there with your passport. It's the best way to protect yourself and your family. And that could change. Something else could come out or whatever. But I just think we've hit escape velocity with Bitcoin. Like just nothing is even coming close. Uh, personally, I'm using Bitcoin as a store of wealth for most of my wealth, actually. And I've been making this decision over the past couple of weeks and thinking about it more and more and more. And as I've lost more faith in gold and silver, at least like I like gold and silver. I like silver more so, uh, but I don't want to own a ton of it. There's a lot of risk that comes with that. Anyways, that's the topic for another day. So I hope you get some value to this. I hope you take some action more than anything. Like I hope you at least, you know, create a Coinbase account or Gemini or whatever, buy some, you can link it to your bank or, you know, I think a credit card, buy some and just leave it there, right? Just buy some and leave it. You know, if you're going to spend money on clothes or food or entertainment or whatever, buy some freaking Bitcoin. In the future, Bitcoin ownership will be like home ownership. And like people that like own a full Bitcoin, I mean, one, they'll probably be wealthy, 
financially free, but they will also be revered. People will be like, oh my gosh, you own a Bitcoin? That's that's crazy, you know? And then you talk about like, yeah, I bought it then, I bought it then, and then I bought it when it was only 4,000, and then I bought some more 50. Like, like that's what, the, that's what in five to 10 years it's going to look like. That's not really why you're buying it. You're buying it for security and safety, peace of mind, and to be inflation proof. It's the only current way to store your wealth and not have it be stolen from you from an outside force. Gold and silver, the miners, there's mining inflation where more is produced every year, thus the value comes down. If you store your money in dollars, we already know what's going on with that. And it's going to go badly, very badly. There's nothing else. Real estate, taxes, eats up so much of the value of real estate. And yeah, you can make money with real estate, but I mean, over a long enough period of time, like if you do the math, it doesn't look very good. Like home ownership, most people think it's like the greatest investment ever or whatever. If you compare it to just renting, the math doesn't add up. And of course, different markets and appreciation, if you sell and this and that, like there's a lot of variables there. But these ideas about where we can kind of store wealth and we just accept the cons. We accept inflation. It just is the way it is. No, it's toxic money. It's a toxic system. It's eroding. And the rich use it in a way to get richer and the poor are just stuck in the matrix. They don't even know. All right, so that's it. That's it. That's it. Buy some Bitcoin, get your passport, get a little bit of extra uh, food and have some gold and silver in your possession. I hope you do that. I hope you take action. If there's any way I can help, you can send me an email. It's my name, calling at gmail.com. You can comment below. This for, this for me is just pure PSA. I might create a course around this on how to become a, a safe, sovereign individual. You know, I spent a lot of time in 2020 doing that. So, you know, I don't know if, you, if you're interested in that, let me know. Any feedback or ideas or suggestions, but just take action. Like you don't want to be the person trying to prepare when everyone's trying to prepare. Right, that's when everybody's acting crazy and prices skyrocketed, or you can't get out of the country, or or passports are backed up six months, or whatever. Prepare before everyone else starts to prepare.